So we got our ballots today. Mm. Congratulations. I Not already a... put mine in. Yeah. Dropped mine off. Couldn't help but be rude. <laughs> and then I left. So now. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I took mine and Kelly's. And uh, mm. they wouldn't take them. They said they could only take one. And I said, oh. I said, but they're both sealed. And it's my wife. And they said, sorry, we can only take one from, from the person who cast it. And I said, how's... But how would this be different than if I just put them in the mail? <laughs> then I accidentally got rude and I apologized and left. <laughs> did they only take the one? They did. They only took the one. And I guess I in said, their defense, like, this is the kind of bullshit that the Proud Boys will be looking for. <laughs> you know. Oh, in their defense, they didn't make up any of the rules and they were just peons doing their job and I shouldn't have been mean to them. But I went up and I was like, would you need to see my ID? And they said, nope, you can just... Drop yours off. And I said, well, I don't know. Kelly's a unisex name. I don't want to be part of the rampant voter fraud that's clearly going on here. <laughs> Here's mine. And then Kelly went, great. Now I can't go back. <laughs> so you don't have a drop off box? You have to get to hand it to a person? I don't know. I, just, I, I, I took mine to voter registration. Mm. Huh. They took it. Interesting. They took mine when I dropped mine off on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a trap? Possibly. Were they like, here's your vote, dick, and threw it in the garbage? It's supposed to be voted uh, uh, a box. Yeah, but aren't those fake? <laughs> uh, only in California. Oh, okay. But every county does it differently, so. Uh. Yeah, it worked out. I was rude, but not too rude. <laughs> so You still have one to drop off then? Well, Kelly will drop it off. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go back in there. <laughs> it is pre-stamped. You can just drop it in the mail. Or you don't trust the mail. Yeah, they're up to no good. Mm. Your county? I thought, I thought mine last time was not pre-stamped. I had to put a stamp on it. Hmm. I think mine is paid postage, but I'm not mm. sure. I'm pretty sure the, the um, tweets from the lieutenant governor, which are amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is worth following. <laughs> I heard his wife got some yeah! bullshit for something. She did. Yeah, somebody followed her out of a store in Pittsburgh and called her N-word. <laughs> I'm like, wow. damn. I mean, seriously, did they know who she was, or was I it just? I don't know what's oh, yeah, fucking the video worse. Says, says that's the N word that married the lieutenant governor. Yeah, you're not welcome here. Go back to where you came from. Wow, wow, people are like, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be surprised. I've been spending all week on public freakout on mm. Reddit, <laughs> and it is all just chock full of stupid fucking Trump bastards. Yep, saying the dumbest shit. Damn, like, where do you... <laughs> By the way, on a side note, Wolf is seriously pushing for some fucking weed, man. Yeah, oh. get it done. Dude, every day on Facebook, man, he's like, hey, you know what's good? Weed's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that lieutenant where the governor, money comes from. Yeah, the lieutenant governor started that. He is all over it. Yeah, Wolf, but Wolf has picked it up, man. He's like, here's a how chart much? about how great weed is. <laughs> well, I think the lieutenant governor went to him. All right, here's how much we could get in taxes. And Wolf went, what? <laughs> Damn. All right. Pushing it harder than our lawn boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Speaking long hair. You look like you might spoke pot. <laughs> Speaking of PA governors, didn't Tom Ridge come out and say he's not voting for Trump? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Wow. He is pretty moderate. I mean, you know, nowadays. <laughs> It's amazing, too. Did you? I don't know if you guys saw them questioning uh, Martha McSally. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. You know who she is, the governor? Yeah, she's the, she's the woman who lost, and then they made her senator anyway. Right. Mm, so she's, right. I guess she's Arizona? back up. 
Yeah, she's back yep. up for re-election because of that spot she had. Right. And uh, they're like, are you proud of your support for Donald Trump? And she's like, I'm proud of what I've done for the people of Arizona. He's like, yeah, but are you proud for your support for Donald Trump? She's like, I'm proud for what I've done for Arizona. And would not answer the fucking question. That is a seriously fucked up sign for Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, three times he asked her. Yeah. The Republicans know that he's not going to win. There, there's, yeah. There's no time now to cut and run. There's only a couple of weeks left, but they know they're fucked. <laughs> Have I got some news for you, Karen? Well, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about two-term <laughs> greatest president of all time, the Donald J. Trump. Your Last favorite. President. Your favorite president. Oh. Yep. Easily. Hey, you might recognize me. <laughs> your, <laughs> your favorite, favorite president. president. <laughs> With the worst spray tan ever. That was the weirdest. That's not spray tan. He has, they actually identified the bronzer that he wears. Oh, really? It, yeah, it's uh, it's from the 1980s, which makes perfect sense. And it was, just, it's a cover up. It's to cover up, you know, bad skin. Well, he put way too much on that day. Sure. Well, he probably had to do it himself. He didn't have his fluffer available. <laughs> yeah, homeboy was looking oh. <laughs> Kentucky fried there. Yeah. Did you hear about him wanting to wear the Superman shirt, too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> God. I wanted that in, in <laughs> wait, all seriousness. Wait a minute. That wasn't just a meme? No. No, he legitimately thought, supposedly, that that, that was going to be a good idea. <laughs> Amazing. Mm -hmm. He was going to pull a Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, he seriously that's what he wanted to I, do i totally support that and i'm not surprised by it he is a beauty pageant host toned game show host turned president somehow yep. reality show get that in there <laughs> uh well it's game show reality show combo i guess sure i have much more respect for game show hosts than reality show hosts but it's that's a tough i don't know how you want to classify it technically someone wins that show right and there's a prize at the end working for him. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with reality, so... Right. I, I classify it as a game show, but not the kind that I would enjoy. The kind that makes my heart sad. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up, and that'll allow you to join us on Discord, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could leave a message on our Facebook page, or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, I, I don't know what all we'd be talking about, but at, yeah, at least a SCOTUS update, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit about the Barrett. Who? Uh, but What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jared's been avoiding that news. At least that's what he says. Yeah. But first, a little follow-up from the UK. We had a news article previously talking about the fact that humanists could not have a wedding. I think they were limited to like five people in a wedding. So they are now included 
with religious weddings as being able to have up to 15 people in weddings due to the uh, COVID. So Ah, because of the COVID. I thought it was just in general restricted and thought that was very <laughs> odd. <laughs> that would be super odd. <laughs> <laughs> no big weddings. If you're not religious, just, well, really, though, why do you need a big wedding? But, in any case. <laughs> True. Great new law. <laughs> no big weddings. Oh. Why do you have to shell out all that money to throw a free party for a bunch of people you really don't like? Save that money, go on your honeymoon, go to the Justice of the Peace. Oh, see, I think that's more for the guests. Be like, don't do this to your friends and make them spend all this money on you, and then you're going to get a divorce in a couple years. Just keep it to five. You know, close relatives, cause and fuck your destination wedding, seriously. Aw, but Vegas is awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. No. Twice. Fuck, yeah. fuck all of you and your destination <laughs> weddings. Three or four people in this podcast think that Las Vegas as a destination wedding is uh, pretty good. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the couple. Four out of five dentists agree. <laughs> we invited via pe- people via Facebook. That was the invitation you got. Hey, you want to go to Vegas? We'll be doing stuff while we're there. <laughs> All I know is that when a close friend of mine gets married, I wind up spending money. That's true. <laughs> so. Sure. You don't have to. Oh, if I want to go to the wedding, I do. Well, yes. Because of my weight fluctuation, I usually have to buy a new suit every fucking time someone gets married. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's be fair. That is not yeah. their fault. <laughs> that is not their fault, but I'm still spending money. I'm like, oh, man, is it Finn Jared this year? Shit. Now, oh, fat Jared, what happened to the old suit? Threw it away. Need a new one. I think the key there is don't throw it away, but, you know, just have a closet full of suits. Or just yeah. go with a kilt, get a wraparound kilt so it's adjustable. That's true. <laughs> Ian and, and, and our other friend, they had to buy kilts, so mm. it wasn't just as... You've got that spare bedroom. Have, like, one be your fat bedroom and one be your heightweight proportional bedroom. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Uh, I just (laughs) want to mention this real quick. Facebook has now officially banned QAnon groups. So uh, they're actually taking a bit more steps to to get rid of all the misinformation and bullshit that QAnon's throwing out there. That is true. I'm I'm witnessing this firsthand. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, as a friend of mine who's gone down the Q hole. Keeps getting his account banned (laughs) every 30 days. And then starts starts a new fake account. Friends me, and then that account gets banned three days later. <laughs> wow. It's amazing to watch. Yeah. Moga? Huh. I thought that was worth sharing, though. I mean, Facebook is pretty, you know, pretty evil. So right. at least they're taking some good steps. Well, oh, my God. Just the other day, I saw that he showed a cover of some Michael Jackson album. Then all the arrows, the red arrows in the circles pointing to all the signs of children and the World Trade Center and blah, 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 and just put it all together. Yeah. I would not give Facebook any uh, credit for this. I think they just see the political winds shifting and know that if it don't clean up their act a little bit, that uh, the government's coming after them. Or- yeah, that's probably true enough. But, you know, I, I even give... Yeah, I think you still have to point out when they do good things, even if it's not for, you know, moral reasons. I think Jeff just actually corrected me. It's because of the advertisers. I think he's probably right. It's it's affecting their bottom line, having that crap on there. I feel like if a new social media platform came out that was, like, just as accessible and easy to use and was like, oh, also, we banned all political shit on here. Mm. I'd be like, that's probably one I could get behind. What's MySpace up to nowadays? It's like, it's, it's like music related. <laughs> it's all about music. It's dumb. Uh. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. It still exists? Oh, yeah. I occasionally get a, an email from MySpace being like, hey, new artists on MySpace. I'm like, new artists? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ass. <laughs> I say bring back Friendster. <laughs> um, moving on to uh, the vice president debate. We uh, this was last Thursday, right? Or last Wednesday, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wednesday. Every day is it's his whole year time sink. So I have no idea. But uh, I did want to bring up the. I only have one article about it, and it's it's basically talking about Pence saying that tr- tr- it's been proven that Trump listens to scientists and. <laughs> How that's pretty much, yeah, that's a joke, right? Because it's the article is basically how Pence has no problem lying. Not only no problem, he does it with such a straight face, you can almost believe him. Mm. Well, because he comes in with that wholesome, uh, you know, I actually do care about you look on his face and rhetoric. Right. Yeah, he, he is a practiced liar. I mean, he did uh, years of a radio show, so he's, he's smooth talking, he's on the ball, he knows his talking points, He's you can't flap him, so... And he always thanks the mom, thank you for that question, that's a mm. great question, you know. He's polite, yeah. Donald Trump really cares about the American, you know, it's like that, it's like that. Yeah. Boring. Boring. <laughs> having, having said all that, I felt he won that debate. I thought she sucked. Really? Really? Absolutely. I thought she missed so many opportunities to fucking blast him on shit. Yeah, I think the format was limiting. Yeah. Just, I mean, when they got to the question of the of the Supreme Court, I don't know how Merrick Garland did not fly out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there were several, I agree that there were several things that I would was hoping she would catch on to and just, like, nail him on. But, but not only that, but... Apparently, she didn't prep for all of the Republican bullshit that they should have known was going to be coming. Yeah. Like, it could have been so easily torn apart, but she just repeatedly said that's not true, which, I mean, I'm sorry, but anybody can say, well, that's not true. Trump says that all the time. Mm. Having said all that, I don't think it matters. No. (laughs) I couldn't give a fuck, but... No, I mean, I... According to several polls, she actually, uh, I think it was like 60%, more than 60-some percent said that uh, she won the debate, which wasn't, it's not a real debate, so. Right. And I did see that, and I was just like, I don't know, like, I I saw her slam Kavanaugh hard. I know she can do it. I don't, I, I, a lot of people were saying, like, she doesn't want to fall into that angry black woman thing mm. and if she'd done that that would have been the narrative and of course it was the narrative anyway no so, the, the so narrative a- was the pence was a pile of shit and we know that because a fly landed on his head that was the entire story <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying the narrative from their side is she's look at her, she's nuts mm. she's crazy and he called her the most radical liberal senator <laughs> which is fucking Please. insane but um <laughs> i just felt like you know they're gonna say that anyway so why not just go Lean into it. Wall on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I think you're right, though. I think she needed to present herself as not, you know, strident and not shouty. So. And I'm sure we're going to get to this about the packing the court thing. Like, mm. they just cannot shut up about this. You know, and, the, the, and this is on the media as well. You know, constantly asking that question. She's been like, fuck yeah, we're going to pack it. <laughs> well, I look think. What he's, look what they're doing right now. Look at look what they did with fucking Merrick Garland. Yeah. Well, 
All you have to do is do what they do. Turn it around and say, that's exactly what you did. You prevented Obama from, from appointing how many judges? You're packing it now, and you have been for the past four years. Yeah. Just turn it around. Now, that seems to be the, the, the tactic they're taking now, because they keep asking Biden about it. And he's like, they're fucking packed now, motherfucker. <laughs> Go ahead. You know? But again, like, nobody's like, I'm like, boy, you really, like, how are you not pressing Republicans on this shit? Mm. with the hypocrisy but you're like are you gonna pack like packing the court like and he kept asking her about it like like it was like some like affront to god like like it was something that she would be able to do anyway it's not something that's within her power it's nowhere near within her power i think i think he was asking is joe biden gonna pack the court which again i guess you're right that is not within his power either it's not within his power either you know it's the the well he's the leader of the party and whatever yeah sure he would have a say in it but I don't have much else to talk about as far as the VP debate goes. I mean, the fly <laughs> just I I sat there and stared at it while it was there. I couldn't I couldn't comprehend what was going on. Like I just I'm just like he's still got that fly on his head. That it's like that kid is still on the escalator. It's just <laughs> that's all I could think of. That was the universe throwing me a bone, right? Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, this sucks. Come on, Kamala, go for him. Because and he just seemed to be controlling everything. And then the fly landed. And I go, well, that's all anybody's gonna fucking talk about. All right, I'm done. <laughs> that works. All right. <laughs> but the way he completely, I, I did want to reiterate that just completely bold face lies, and not just mm. lies. But when she answered about, are you going to get the vaccine when it comes out? And she was like, if the science says that the vaccine is safe and and healthy, then yes, I'll get it. If you're telling me that Trump says I should get it, then no, I'm not. And he immediately, Pence immediately went, I don't know how you can, you know, pull the rug out from the American people and and make it seem like the the vaccine like he basically turned her into an anti-vaxxer mm. in his response and it was i mean it's just the the level of hypocrisy and just bullshit that oozes out of his mouth with no problem yeah it's but that's amazing part, but that's the thing though is that i what frustrating about that is because one that's what they do all the time you should be prepared for that and instead of just sitting there and smiling and shaking your head she should have been like can i get a minute that's not what I fucking said. Yeah. Right. Well, the right? thing is, I don't think she doesn't, she doesn't really need to, though, because that every, well, all right, 60% of the country believes exactly the same thing she believes, which is, I don't trust a thing that comes out of Trump's mouth, but I'll listen to the scientists. She just said You're what right. everybody else thinks. You are right. And again, it had no effect. I just wanted to see Mike Pence get fucking ripped apart. Sure. That's yeah. really all I wanted. Didn't think uh, we should probably mention, as far as the 2020 election goes, New England Journal of Medicine. Mm-hmm. They did not endorse Biden, but they very much endorsed the President Trump. <laughs> there was uh, there's an article in the Journal of Medicine that basically said, how could you possibly look at this and think that the president and his administration did a good job? The editorial is labeled dying in a leadership vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Which, it is just based in fact. That is not, I mean, that is hardly an opinion article. That is... It has a, a citing article and four reference papers, so, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, we did We did get our ballots today. I think uh, we mentioned that before the show. We'll probably be putting them in a box here very soon, tomorrow probably. Uh, my understanding is both of you two already voted? Correct. No. Oh. I'm going oh, no. in person. Oh, okay, you are. Yes. All right. With a bat. 
<laughs> I I have already voted. My my ballot has been. I don't know how long. You know, I got to wait till the last possible second to to count it. Right. But it has been cast. Yeah, yeah, it, for some reason, PA will not count until November third. Yeah, I don't it's think it can. Dumb law. Yeah, I, I don't know if it varies by state, but um, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sh- the way I heard it, I think that does vary by state because mm-hmm. I specifically heard that the Pennsylvania will not begin counting until the third. Right. The, right. At seven a.m. on the third, according to the local county, they're going to start opening them up. So I don't want to have to have Ian repeat the story that he told us about his experience dropping off, but <laughs> I have a feeling Ian's ballot got used to wipe somebody's ass first. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a venture, a guess. Well, I hope not. <laughs> well. I was going to say, I was only medium rude. I wasn't, like, super rude. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky that wasn't me taking your ballot. <laughs> so you were talking about that out. <laughs> you're talking about endorsements. Did you see the kerfuffle with, with Fauci? What, with that fake ad where <laughs> a clearly edited Fauci speech says no one could have uh, better than Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yes. The first time we saw that, my wife asked me, she's like, how does he feel about that? And then like the next day, he's like, I feel bad about that. That is not appropriate. I got to give him credit for getting it out there quick. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had nothing to do with that. And now yeah, Trump's I, mad at him. Yeah. And he's furious that he can't fire him, I'm sure. Why can't he? Well, because- I'm not really certain, but I did hear that on CNN today. They basically said, I think it was Wolf Blitzer was like, well, and he can't really fire him- and it, I mean, it sounded got a little wishy-washy, so I don't really know what the deal is there. But. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think Fauci is universally loved by people in this country, and that would be a huge loss if he tried to do that. Not that it's going to, you know, budge the thirty percent or forty percent, but still. Well, if Trump can't actually fire him, then the guy who can fire Fauci works for Trump, right? Or is sure. writing a memo about how Fauci did something in nineteen eighty six. Therefore, he's not qualified for the job anymore. Yeah. I mean, this guy pulls away a stimulus package 30 days out of an election. Why not fire the head of the infectious disease uh, department? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Fauci's been fairly public about his, I did, I did not endorse the president of the United States. I do not take part in political shenanigans, basically. <laughs> then I, I hear that there's a Trump ad with Fauci's face in it. So if he <laughs> fires him, they'll have to pull that ad. How much money would, would that lose him? <laughs> Well, we've seen yeah, him. It's not, I was going to say, it's not his money. He didn't care. Right. I'm sure. Yeah, but, we've seen him prop Fauci up and then in the same sentence throw him under the bus. Yeah. You know. It's so, all his fault. He told us not to use masks. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, my God. He also said that we saved more lives than anybody else. Dr. Fauci said that. That <sighs> stupid son of a bitch who doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. So with uh, while we're on the 2020 stuff, I thought I would bring up the, the article... Um, this one's actually on Huffington Post uh, discussing the fake ballot boxes that were put up in California specifically. I hear that there are several different states having different issues. I think most of the other states, it was just like machines not working correctly and... and Websites going down. Yeah, network issues, that sort of stuff. But yeah, in California, the GOP actually put out fake ballot boxes for you to distribute your ballots so you could go and drop your ballot your mail-in ballot into this box. Um, a, f- a couple were at churches. There were pastors that had said that they encouraged their congregation to use them. But then apparently the person that put up the, the box is the pastor. So then I guess the pastor collects 
all of those and takes them to the actual polling office. Well, I, which it, you know, how does that work? We, yeah. I've recently heard you can only one person can only drop off one ballot. So right, that's what I was not sure what what what's the goal with these fake boxes. I assume I just not I'm to not hand following. them in. <laughs> yeah, like, are they going to destroy your stuff, or do they? Have some advantage when they deliver them all at once? Well, there's something called ballot bundling, and I, I've heard of it, and, I, and there was a problem with ballot bundling in, I think it was North Carolina last election, and I don't understand what it is, but it is people going out and collecting other people's ballots and turning them in. But of course, that is, you know, hugely potential fraud. So I don't understand how it's possible. I mean, I think Pennsylvania actually, even though it was super inconvenient, has it right. You turn in your ballot, end of list. Although, if you can stick it in the mailbox, uh, I don't know. Go vote in person. <laughs> Wherever possible, yeah. Even though Pennsylvania's nope. seen a 25% spike in cases, but I'm going to risk it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The the other stories that I've been hearing... Well, wait. I'm sorry. But before before you go on to the next story, is it just this, pre, this pastor, or was there other people putting out fake ballot boxes? Oh, it was a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And they're all, and they're all GOP people doing this? Or- yes. Oh, then, then absolutely the case, Ian, is that they're not handing them in. But why would the GOP not hand in GOP ballots? Because presumably the people that are going to the GOP office and going to the churches to, to turn in their ballot are Republicans. Oh, so they're um, telling their – they're like – Yeah. Okay, I understand that with the pastor, but the other people are doing the same thing. They're like, hey, whatever, Knights of Columbus or whoever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the local GOP office. But again, Jeff – to make the vote in California in question, to put it in question, huh? Mm. Hey, there's an issue. Invalidated. Oh, hmm. really? So, so this, so this year, California is going to go blue. I mean, red. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> no, no, it's just to tie it up in the courts and delay the whole thing. If you can, if you can put into question California's what are they called delegates? Mm, that's a lot of delegates. <laughs> Honestly, they should just be like, don't do all this crazy shit because now they're caught mm. and people know, and someone just be like. Doesn't matter. Well, just say something smells fishy. Like, especially with the new, with the electors, they're going to be like, well, we don't really believe what's going on here, so we're going to vote for Trump. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There's no rules to follow. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> that's <all I'm> saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something that uh, we just watched uh, Cuomo. Governor Cuomo was on talking with uh, Anderson Cooper, and, and his theory is that Trump is going to dispute the election for whatever reason. I mean, I'm sure that this this ballot box thing might might really easily fall into that but he'll dispute the election it'll he'll throw it up try to do a case to get it before the supreme court because barrett is going to be on the supreme court he thinks that's a shoe in and that will enable him to stay in office now what cuomo's theory was is that it'll go to the supreme court and even though it is weighted those people are judges and will look at that and go no it's that's not that they won't all back Trump, and they will let the uh, the vote stand. Mm. Really? But, that was Cuomo's theory. Right. I mean, there is a theory that they have to maintain the decorum of the court, which, eh, they don't owe him anything anymore once they're there. Mm. I mean, you're right. Right, but what, what do they have to lose again? There are no consequences for crimes! <laughs> Stop saying that on this show! I am tired Oops. of hearing that! That is bullshit. They can do whatever they want. They can put whoever they want into place. And unless we're going to take up arms and start killing people, nothing will change. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of in the Ian's camp on this one. (laughs) Jeez (laughs) Louise. It's been like three years. 
And it's not this, you know, the court's done this before in 2000 when they told Florida to stop counting. Mm. End of story. Bush is president. And guess who who turned out one? Gore. Gore. Yeah. Yep. And everyone's just like, oh, well, that's real fucked up. Okay, <laughs> well, got to go. Kardashians are on. <laughs> we won't <laughs> let that happen again. Meanwhile, the GOP was going, damn, it worked. Huh, got to ramp this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For some well, reason, I just can't get out of my head McConnell giggling endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and again, I, I do slightly agree with Ian, but there is way more eyes on this election and way more people who hate Trump than ever even gave George Bush a second thought. Mm. Right. Or even understood what the fuck was going on. So this one's got a very much tighter eye on it. So if it does go up there and they're like, well, I mean, it's not like, th- that's the weird part too is like, Say it does go up to the Supreme Court, and they're like, well, something was fishy in, in this state, and this state, and this state. What is the Supreme Court got its own investigators to go check this out? Uh, what yeah. happens? I don't know. Well, I, do we have a President Pelosi then? Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah. do they take, I mean, how quickly do they take this up? How quickly is she actually instated? Like, who's that? Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, she's going to be confirmed this week, right? This is it. Right. And yeah. then she, the, the next day, she doesn't walk into the Supreme Court with robes on, right? Oh, yeah. It'll be days. They're oh, in session it, just currently. Days? Yeah. I didn't know if it was like there's like an orientation process. <laughs> <laughs> no. None of that matters. She's, she's already a federal judge. She's good to yeah. go. It w- <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they had like a 90-day trial period. <laughs> if things didn't work out, she could just go home. <laughs> But uh, no, I think I think she's ready to go that day. Okay. Well, then, I mean, still, like, it's a it's going to be a process. I mean, you think they could get all this done before January? What's that? Make the decision. What? Like, they're like, it's got to go to the Supreme Court. I don't even again because I don't understand how this country works. Mm. You just can't take something and say, "Hey, Supreme Court, look at this." Right? Uh, it's got to if- go through lower courts first. No. no. Is that what happened in Florida in two thousand? I I think so. I feel like something like the election of a new president would uh, skip the line, yeah. kind of the way rich people get kidneys before poor people. I mean, it was just... You just get to skip the line. Yeah, 2000 was decided by the end of November, maybe beginning of December. Hmm. Okay, I don't. again, I don't know how things work in this country. Right, me neither. <laughs> well, it feels it, very willy-nilly. It, it does vary <laughs> quite a bit, so yeah. <laughs> like, I can't call the Supreme Court up and go, no. hey, my neighbor said I threw garbage on his lawn. I'm taking this to the Supreme Court. <laughs> No, some things get to jump the line. The presidential election, that gets to jump the line. Mm. Things the president wants, because he's, you know, jumping the line now, trying to get his case to hold his taxes back. That was today's thing, even though it's a state case. Mm. Mm. What a shock. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing going on uh, in Texas, I hear that there are massive lines for early voting. I thought the whole idea for early voting was to spread it out so that you wouldn't have massive lines. But people are supposedly waiting up to five hours to be able to vote. Hey, people are excited. People are pissed. (laughs) Yeah, also, I mean, did you hear the latest with Texas and the ballot boxes? Yeah. I thought that got undone by a judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's back. There's one ballot per, one box per county. Right. Mm. I don't know what the judge, I mean, again, (laughs) this country's so Fucked. It is. <laughs> I'm sure it was a Trump appointed judge. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. What? Who said you can't do that? It was, but again, no. It went to another judge who was like, "No, you can do that." Right. Oh, it got unjudged by a yes, different judge. Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't. I'm with. I'm. I'm largely with you, Jared. I don't know how <laughs> we're living in a weird lawless society because because the president canceled the census. Federal judges said no, you can't cancel the the, the census. And Trump went, we're going to do that anyway, but thanks for letting us know. Well, then he, And it's canceled. Well, he also took it to the next higher court, who today said, yes, you can cancel it. So it's officially done October 31st, according to the courts now and the government. Well, that's fine. That was the original end date anyway. I don't know how this is different then. <laughs> well, they tried to extend it because of COVID. Oh, well, yeah. So. I didn't know it was trying to be extended. I thought he was trying to end it early. He wanted to end at end of September. Yeah, that kind of passed, so... <laughs> Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. There's a lot of things I don't understand about the justice system, like appeals and lower... Like, if you're a lower court judge, wouldn't you just be like, my decision doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> because you're just going to take it up to the guy above me. So what? I don't know. Fuck it. Not guilty. Guilty? Who fucking cares what you are? <laughs> well, but remember that it's only people that have money can t- who can take it up to the next case, up to the next well, court. Well, how? Does it cost money to take your to the next level? Yeah, you got to pay lawyers. They're freaking expensive. Every, and the what higher if, you go, the more they court, charge. But if if I have a court appointed lawyer, oh, and not they, they it. rule, and I go, "Hey, judge, I'm going to appeal." No, they're <laughs> they're not taking it. But aren't I owed a lawyer? Not no, not for an appeal. Right. Only for your primary. Only case. for a defense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Once you're a loser, they just. <laughs> <laughs> The way the the way the capitalist society works, if you have money, you can continue to pay until you become a winner. But if you don't have money, once you're deemed to be a loser, you're just a loser. Right. So yeah, I didn't think of that. So if I sue somebody, I don't get a defend. I don't get a, a lawyer. No. Well, I have no. a right to a that, lawyer, but that's civil case. So no. Right. Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. Even still, if I were a lower court judge, I'd be like, "What difference does it make what I say?" Yeah. <laughs> Like all cases should go to the Supreme Court. Then why don't we have five the, the, well, the, like just a because, council of council of leaders? But the, I mean, like yeah, a Krypton. <laughs> there are a ton of cases that get um, sent to the Supreme Court, and they just they decline, 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 decline. Oh, we'll we'll look at this one. And yeah, they so, sound like boring cases because the ones that we always talk about always make it up there and always uh-huh. get ruled the opposite way. Yeah, because they're only supposed to deal with things that are constitutional um, interpretations and law interpretations. So everything else should be handled at a lower court. Only the things that get to them are, you know, truly big questions in, you know, United States law. Well, or or Trump wants it to be up there. Now, what right. if I get brought up on murder charges and I get found not guilty? Then you're not guilty. And they can't well, take me up to a higher court? No, they cannot. Correct. That's double jeopardy. You can't be charged for the same crime twice. Unless you're a black person in the South, then they'll find a way to do it. <laughs> I'm so confused exactly. what, what you're allowed to take up and what you're not allowed. But if I'm bitching about rubber on my uh, yeah. private school fucking uh, recess area. That's a, constitu- in- that's a constitutional question. Well, oh, I turned it into okay. one. But this country's insane. <laughs> it's based on English law. What's where we started from? Yeah, they're doing super good right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did they Brexit ever? Um, no. Yeah, I thought it was still happening. <laughs> yeah. I honestly feel like Ian, they're like, if we don't talk about it, they won't ask us anymore. We'll just stay where we're at. <laughs> All right. On to some Trump news. 
I don't know. Is it even news at this point? Again, so many things happen. So many, so much goes on in a week. But uh, I thought I would mention that uh, one of Trump's treatments that he had for the COVID, which was uh, he specifically called a, quote, miracle coming down from God, mm. end quote, <laughs> was developed from a cell line derived from abortion tissue. So... Abortion people were asked about this. Pro-life people were asked about this if they were okay with it. And they're like, well, he didn't support those abortions. So they're still okay with it. But they still have stopped every other um, stem cell line from being used in research. Every time the Republicans come into power, they say, no more stem cell research because you can get stem cells from abortions. You don't have to. You can get them from other places too. But um, stem cells research, it's the devil. Can't have that. But he's benefited from it. From a, um, an abortion that happened in 1972, there is a, I forget what they call it, it's a, it's a never-dying cell line that they use in all kinds of uh, research. There's a couple of them, I think seven or eight stem cell lines that were derived back in the 70s and 80s. Can't have new ones. And I just find it so amusing because it, this is one of the, <laughs> you know, one issue voter is about abortion and using abortion, using anything, any product from an abortion, but yet... Trump does, and oh, well, yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah. Thus proving my theory, they're not actually believers. Very true, yeah. Oh, he's definitely not. He only believes in himself. And oh, no, I don't, I don't count him in that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the hypocrisy is, is deep with this one. Um, oh, buddy. Yeah, a couple of the vaccines are also developed with some of those sem- same um, stem cell lines. So, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Trump says he's immune to COVID-19 now, which is probably false. And as we've discussed, there there have been cases where people have tested positive twice. They've gotten over it and then been exposed to it and, and gotten it again. So we know that that is immunity is not certainly not guaranteed. Mm. It's actually somebody in the United States just died um, from second infection. That dude over in Utah? That sounds right. It was somewhere out west. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I hope you were going to say Stephen Miller, but... No. No. Sad but true. So this is going to be Trump's new angle in the debate? Don't you want a president who's immune to the disease? Because I'm a tough guy? (laughs) This guy wears a mask. He can't even go out and get it. (laughs) Well, it follows with the the Superman. You know, he wanted to have a Superman t-shirt underneath his shirt when he came out from the hospital. So, sure. I mean, can you imagine if he goes up on stage with Biden? Do you think he's going to stay on his own side of the plexiglass? Really? Or do you think he'll leap across the stage and cough in his face? He can't leap. Well, true. Yeah. All right, lurch. Lurch across the stage. <laughs> More like... Are you uh, asking, really? Do I think he's going to... <laughs> you know he's tempted to do it. Whether he'll actually do it? Mm, I get uh, it. Right now, he thinks he's immune, so he's out doing another rally in our home state of Pennsylvania right yep. at this moment. Or at least he was. This is the know, first maybe one, it's right? done by now, but... This was the first one because all the other stuff he's been holding from the White House, which again is against the law, but yeah, whatever, yeah. right, you know. totally against law to use the facilities or the use your office in any way for political means. But it's not a campaign rally. Now let me talk about mail-in ballots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's you know wind up the old shtick. Uh, meanwhile, I have a uh, I have a thing about Louis Gohmert because God, I hate that guy so much. 
<laughs> so there's an article uh, from the Friendly Atheist talking about Gomert, and he, he was talking about the problem with socialism, and he's making this argument. Of course, they're making the argument that Biden and Harris are socialists, and the problem with socialism, first off, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not even democratic socialists. They're clearly not. But uh, he says it's not – socialism isn't just economic. It's atheism. The government has to be God. Oh, what? So it's just – I just want to throw it out there because Louis Gomer clearly doesn't know what any of these words mean. <laughs> like socialism <laughs> is atheism? It, no. That's in no way. But the government has to be God and that's equivalent to atheism apparently somehow. I – I, I don't well, they know. They don't believe in God, so they don't believe in the government, socialism. I'm following you, Louie. Keep going. So is he saying that it, it, with atheism, that the replacement for God is the government in atheism? No. He is saying that, like socialism, athe- athe- atheism is uh, is an absolute plague for the United States, and you need to root it out the way you would, you know, if the government were gone. Mm. See, I was thinking it was along the lines that Karen was thinking, because I think, so Louis Gomert is not a young, young feller. Uh, He (laughs) probably is associating socialism with communism. And when Mm. he thinks about communism, he thinks about Russia and Russia got rid of all religion. So atheism, you, you had to be an atheist to be a member of the communist party. And I think that's where he's going down Hmm. the path to. That would be my guess on this statement. Mm. Um, although oh, no. Louis Gomer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really pulling the Gomer on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also says the government Democrats want though would be some kind of godless dystopia. I, I don't know. He's just so weird. I don't, I don't get what he's trying to say. Some of the Democrats, not all the Democrats. Oh, yeah, certainly not a majority. No, he's a crazy pants old man. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't fall within the. Trump cronies, but somehow it made it on the list there anyway. I did want to mention Rick Bright. I don't know if you remember him. He was a whistleblower. He just resigned from the federal government last Tuesday, according to uh, his lawyer. What did he blow the whistle Uh, on? He, uh, which one was it? Mm -hmm. He was, he worked for, he headed the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, or BARDA. Ah. Um. I remember that. Yeah, I I, I just remember Barta. We talked about that. And he, after he filed a whistleblower complaint against his former employer, he was moved to a department in the NIH and never assigned anything to do. So after he finished up his stuff from Barta, he has been sitting there for three weeks, apparently Mm. with nothing to do. And has now resigned because they're not giving him anything to do because he filed the whistleblower complaint. Wow. Are they not paying him? They are paying him. Does he work on commission? <laughs> What's his issue? He wants to feel useful. Mm. Ugh, gross. Well, I hope it works out for him because, yeah, I remember he yeah, he wouldn't knuckle under to what people wanted to do. I'm surprised he's not dead. Yeah. That is the usual fate of the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't fire him and, like, his random brother who had nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Twin brother. So clearly, he's also got the evil gene. (laughs) You gotta root out. Treason is a a bad seed, man. It could be anywhere. (laughs) 
So I think I think he just he felt like he needed he wanted to do something. He wants to contribute to society. He thought that he could do so. And now they've made his position completely useless in the government. So he's like, all right, I'm going to find something else to do. If there's one thing, you know, someone should do a count of how many people Trump has fucked with to how many books have been written by these people. It seems like everybody's going to have a book because of Trump. Mm. Kellyanne Conway will write a book soon. Dr. Fauci might have a book. I mean, they just did a whole series on James Comey's book. The lawyer has a book. Yeah. The generals have a book. Bob Woodward wrote two books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you the Mooch had a book out just for the 11 days that he worked there. <laughs> Ah, the mooch. That's true. I've, I've seen him. I've seen him back back on the circuit recently. Yeah. Oh yeah, him and Cohen. I see Cohen everywhere. Really? Now I've seen the mooch. You know, fairly not. I guess irregularly. But Cohen had a burst, and then I I thought he disappeared again. Has he still been? No. Yeah, he keeps popping up on new CNN, MSNBC. The problem is, is that he's a real dumbass. <laughs> and he tries to make jokes and he try oh look at that the mooch did write a book <laughs> oh that's his pro-trump book though <laughs> is there one post him getting fired yeah but uh yeah i see him all everybody's gonna make bank on this guy yeah so scaramucci wrote a book called trump the blue collar president oh my god i'm that not is sure that that's is that a real thing that is absolutely real i remember that because i remember him being on Bill Maher, and Bill Maher's like, dude, you wrote a book praising him, and now you're shitting on him. <laughs> and it was okay. literally like, I think it might have been a month after he wrote the book or something, or the book was, was released. Well, Jeff provided an Amazon link, and that can't be disputed, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy it for two ninety nine on Kindle. Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, I mean, as much as, like, you know, I love seeing the mooch fucking piss all over Trump, <laughs> like... He was all on board till he went on Trump and then just slightly criticized the president on the kids and cages thing. Mm -hmm. And after that, he was out. And then the mooch was out and he was all on board for fuck Trump. Yeah. I mean, I'll take as many allies as I can, but you don't get to go on the new ship when we leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can stay in that island. <laughs> Another thing going on right now is the confirmation hearings of Amy Coney Barrett. Um, I did find the one thing amusing that uh, Tammy Duckworth said. She pointed out to her colleagues that Barrett is someone who would appear to believe that my daughters shouldn't even exist. Mm -hmm. And she said this Whoa. because Barrett is against inverto, inverto, in vitro, in vitro, in vitro fertilization. fertilization. I'm trying to say all the words at once. It doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. In vitro fertilization. She is uh, completely against it. Has spoken out against it previously. I, Why? Not natural. It's not, it's not God's natural. will. Ugh. She's a nutcase, Ian. Yeah. That seems... Mm. Well, remember, I mean, she is, she is all the way in with the religious craziness. Right. I, I agree that she is a legitimate, full-on cultist. Mm. Yeah. Like, what, is she a promise keeper or people of promise or... People of praise. Oath, oath, oath keeper? People of praise. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, they, they believe that, you know, the, the, the man's place is the head of the household... And, you know, literal interpretation of the Bible. It's full-on crazy. Hmm. 2021 is going to be a good year for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in shape. Now, I have not been, uh, I have not been listening to all of it, certainly, by any means. But every single time I do hear her say something in response to any question, it is always, 
I'm going to do whatever the law says. Mm. It's just flat out, I am going to be a completely neutral judge, and I'm going to interpret the law as to what the law says. Over and over and over. That's her only answer. So <laughs> she'll fit right in with everybody else who lies, like mm, McConnell right. and Trump and Pence. And This is true political theater. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, whenever you hear that, I hate when people say that. And I'm just like, eh, and I'm like, nope, this is. This is Republicans kissing her ass, her giving fake answers, and Democrats being like, well, let me ask this question, see if I can get her to fucking crack or something. But it won't matter. Right. Like, it is all just masturbating with a sock. I don't know. What's the expression? <laughs> taking, taking a shower with your socks <laughs> What? Those are two really weird examples. One yeah, of them I kind of got. <laughs> Something to do with socks and masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, she is a firm believer of, you know, white power or at least white superiority and, you know, second coming of Jesus, all of all the crazy things she believes. You know, abortion is evil. Stem cells should not be used in research. In vitro fertilization is the devil's work. I mean, gay people should not be married. Gay people should not be allowed to exist in public life. All of it. Yeah. And again, just to put it in perspective, I which this is an argument that I make quite often. It, it, just imagine for a moment that there's a Democratic president and they're trying to put a, a Democratic, a left-leaning judge into the Supreme Court. And that left-leaning judge says, look, I'm not going to let my religion influence me. But yes, I am a Muslim. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do follow Sharia law. <laughs> but that's not going to influence me in any way. People would lose their freaking minds. Yep. That's all I hear. This is Christian Sharia law getting put into place. Yep. That's can, true. Can you imagine if a, justice, if a judge went up there and said, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God. I believe in the law and the interpretation of the law. And I believe in the Constitution, not necessarily the way it was written, but the way that it was intended for a modern age. You lost me at atheist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain shut off and I heard Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that is exactly what she is saying. I mean, you almost quoted her several times there. Mm. Does she believe in precedent? Is she? Uh, did she get? Did they get her on that one? Uh, uh, there's a higher precedent in play here, Jerry. Oh. It's called Jesus. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'll, I'll be waiting for that in just a couple months. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to move on to coronavirus, unless you had something else to comment Ooh. about Barrett. It'll be a happier story. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it actually, it will be. So the first, the first article I have is on the skeptical, skepticalraptor.com, which is an interesting site. But uh, the article is pretty thorough in the idea of, hey, you should really get your flu vaccine. Uh, more than ever, it could save your life. So <laughs> everybody's wearing masks. So the idea that the flu isn't going to spread because everybody's wearing masks? Yeah, just like the coronavirus won't spread because everybody's wearing masks. We see how well that works. But the the idea that you can't get them at the same time, that's false. Uh, these are oh, two yeah. separate viruses. Um, they operate differently. And if you get them both, yeah, it could be really, really bad. And let's say you get the flu and you have to go to an urgent care facility or, you know, emergency room because you've got a super high fever. There will be people there that have COVID, and you coming exactly. in with the flu and getting both super bad. All right, God damn it! I'll get my <laughs> flu shot. I was waiting for Jared to say something. So. <laughs> it doesn't hurt that much. You'll be okay. <laughs> it's not that I've been flu free. I'm afraid I'm going to get this. 
vaccine and then get the flu somehow. <laughs> the vaccine cannot give you the flu. Going outside and being around people, you can get the flu. But <laughs> you don't know my brain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and how it can make shit happen. <laughs> Uh, there are no live, uh, flu vaccines. Like the, the vaccine you're getting is dead flu cells so that your body can recognize and create antibodies. The, the, the vaccine cannot give you the flu. It's yep. not possible. Really? The worst? Right. Is it even that anymore? I thought it was purely synthetic now. Uh, I believe for most of them it is. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not allergic to eggs, you'll be fine. All right. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> do I get a lollipop? Probably when you go. <laughs> Well, I guess that's true. Where we go, no. Um, mm. Actually, I just followed. Uh, Karen had a doctor's appointment. I just followed her in and and said, "Hey, can I get a flu shot? She's getting one. Can you just make that make it a double?" And they went, "Absolutely, here." Yeah. <laughs> What's your last? I'm gonna name? go to Wal- I'm gonna go to Walmart. So. Mm. Yeah. Do you have an urgent care? Most of the urgent cares are doing it too. Although there's sick nah, people they, there. Nah, Never mind. Sh- sh- yeah, I don't want to go anywhere near a doctor's office. Or. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Mm. So, in a reversal of the coronavirus update, uh, the White House has reversed itself and is no longer blocking the FDA's safety guidelines. So, this was a surprise to me. Um, the FDA was going to release these new guidelines to restrict, to make sure that the vaccine that did come out was safe. And the White House went, nope, you're not going to slow down the vaccine. And uh, so, they've reversed. And hmm. I'm kind of curious what the reasoning behind that is. Uh, the article doesn't, to my, to what I read, doesn't doesn't really say what caused the White House to do that. They had a sudden wave of consciousness. No, that can't. No, be it. no. one <laughs> of the 17 people that Trump infected took one of these experimental vaccines and got really sick and is being swept under the rug. I can buy that. Sure. Do you know that, or are you, are you just guessing? No, I mean, wild well, conspiracy speculation. Okay. Because it was totally believable. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I used it. That's how you make a good conspiracy, dude. <laughs> I was 100% on board, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my only uh, untested hypothesis. Because they certainly didn't grow a conscience. You're correct about that. Right. Well, I'm wondering. I mean, I would even believe that um, Trump insisted on getting the vaccine. Maybe that's how he got it. Got the vaccine? Or? Got COVID. Oh, I mean, because he, getting the, he just demanded a vaccine. Yeah, and it gave him COVID. Yeah, no, it was the Gold Star family because they always want to hug and kiss him. Oh, that's right. I forgot he blamed the military. Well, military also, families. I, I've right. been seeing this floating around on Facebook this past week, um, and again, they all get their memes and news sources from the same place. That the CDC put out a report saying that like ninety eight percent of all people who have gotten COVID wore masks. I guess twenty four seven they slept with them, showered with them, <laughs> um, and that the uh, the number of people who haven't gotten COVID never wear masks. So somehow the mask is giving you COVID. Oh my god! Oh, I, well, I, I, I can't CD, argue with research C- like that. That's CDC put it out, man. Breaking news from yeah. RedJournal.net. org. <laughs> 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 Well, if you if you look at uh, at people that work in the healthcare industry, they all wear masks, and they got COVID. Huh? That's true. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's true because the mask is not one hundred percent, and if you're doused with the virus day in and day out, <laughs> it is not going to save you from getting the virus. You think facts matter? <laughs> Apparently oh, not. <laughs> I saw the greatest public freakout of this woman who was trying to get into a store without her mask on, like five minutes before it closes. 
And she's bitching and moaning, and the guy's filming it, and he's like, look, lady, I can't let you in without a mask. I'm sorry. And she's like, well, I'm going to call 911. He's like, go ahead. Right? So she decides to, this honky woman decides to call 911. <laughs> I want to point that out. Mm. An emergency <laughs> hotline, because she can't get into a store, and literally opens up with, hi, in the 1964 Civil Rights Act, it says that I'm allowed to breathe in oxygen and not CO2. <laughs> and, like, I just lost it right there. That was the end of the video for me. And it went on for another three minutes. And I'm like, how does the 911 operator not just hang up on you right then and there? <laughs> you go, if we continue this phone call, you're going to be fined $200. Would you like to continue? <laughs> That has got to be some of the whitest shit I'd ever seen in my life. Wow. <laughs> Karen's a bad name. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just saw another interview where, uh, and, and it was, it just wasn't like a Jordan Klepper from the, the uh, Daily Show or anything like that. Like, a guy was like, why aren't you wearing a mask? Blah, 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 civil right, blah, 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 right, freedoms, blah, blah, blah. What if Trump told you to put the mask on? Yes, I would. Yeah. I think it was I Gordon Klepper. without even fucking hesitating. Yep. God Emperor. Do what he says. How do you not know? How do you answer that question and go, oh, also, I'm a cuck? <laughs> Did I mention I was a cuck? Because it's clear I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way, all you cuck drinkers, start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I came to, I, I saw a meme somewhere on the internet in the last couple of days, and I came to the realization that the meme is true. I cannot in good conscience, associate with or have any uh, give any credence to anybody that follows Trump anymore. I, I'm, I'm just out and I'm done with them. Because if you, if you are still following Trump to this point, you are an idiot and you don't deserve I don't know, um, the same rights as other people. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's right because it's one of two things. Either you are a fucking total moron yeah. or you're just a racist uh, selfish selfish yeah like you're just pure evil yeah like if you know what's going on and you're okay with it as opposed to being just a dummy yeah you're either yeah you're either stupid or evil you're you're either a psychopath or a sociopath yeah <laughs> now i wouldn't be too limiting you're either stupid evil or stupid and evil sure <laughs> right okay and i've seen some people who i thought were rational like say some of the dumbest shit and believe it and on top of that, you know, if you think what she said's bad, because the reply to them is, oh, you don't believe what I believe? You should be in a fucking camp. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is what I see. Yeah. You should be dead. Not that I don't want to be friends with you anymore. <laughs> you should be kicked out of the country. You should be, you know, put in a cage with the kids. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. You need re-education. Yeah. The, the, the Chinese don't have it so wrong. Wow. It's, they are scary people. Yeah, and there's that other meme where they're like, well, if we don't agree, we can still be friends. And one person's like, yeah, if we don't agree on which is the best Star Wars movie, not about whether a kid should be put in a fucking cage. Yeah. You know, or gay people should be able to get married, or healthcare. Right. Pre-existing conditions. Fuck fuck these people. Yeah. I could use less friends anyway. Unless you're playing Among Us, then I don't care what your religion is. (laughs) You can join, all right? Or what your stance is. The Mm. game that brings us all together. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can secretly snap your fucking neck. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that kill box. So I wanted to hit uh, this on the coronavirus. Alex Azar has been holding meetings with scientists trying to push the idea for an aggressive reopening of the economy in order to get us herd immunity. 
Apparently, oh. he's pulled different groups of scientists together and and pitched this as an idea. And uh, uh, some of the scientists went to news outlets and went, "No, really, Alex Azar is trying to get me to do this." Mm-hmm. So to get to herd, herd immunity, we need seventy percent of the population has to have had it, and sixty or seventy percent. That's like two and a half million people have to die. Maybe two million now because we're we're getting better at treating it. But my God, it would be the cost in lives and the cost in treating all those people. Holy crap. Not to mention the cost of everything else. I mean, they're still having trouble dealing with all of the dead bodies. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of this is being swept under. Like, you saw this when it started in New York. They brought in tractor trailers that had uh, freezers so they could just stack bodies in there because they, they had no way of dealing with that many bodies at once. Mm. That's happening all over the country. Um, it's just not news anymore. So you don't see it. Well, then it's 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 not news because it's it's people's private pain. It's a hospital where you can't go in there. It's a morgue where you can't go in there. Right. It's a funeral home where you can't go in there unless you have you know family member that's in there. So it's all private and hidden, not purposefully hidden. Just by the nature of what it is, it's hidden. So yeah. Anyway, Alex Azar, what a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Contact tracing efforts. Uh, this was an article on CNN. They're having trouble doing contact tracing because people have been so conditioned to not pick up and answer their phone because of spam calls. <laughs> um, it's made me rethink the fact that I never answer my phone unless I know the number. Sure. Well, it's made me rethink it even more now because just uh, just yesterday I was told that three of my coworkers have been quarantined um, because they carpooled and one of their wives was tested positive. I'm curious if any of these local phone calls that I had just thought were spam was actually, you know, contact tracing. Probably not because I've been yeah. sitting at home for the past several months. But <laughs> yeah, so if if you see a weird number, you might want to answer it anyway. I don't know. Do you know how many weird numbers in a day I get? Yeah, I know. <laughs> probably yeah. more than me, the way you said it, oh. but I get two or three, so. They yeah. really need, Jared, they really need to talk to you about, your car. sorry, <laughs> about your, yeah, about your car warranty. <laughs> yeah, I just got that one today. <laughs> I was, I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> they, called, <laughs> they would call me, they would call me on my census issued phone to tell me about that. <laughs> I always uh, feel if it's important enough. They'll leave a message. Mm. Yep, that's a true story. Yeah, and contact tracing, I would certainly hope they're leaving messages. Yeah. Yeah. I will call you back if you leave a message. <laughs> Final thing I have on COVID, there's an article that I thought was really good. It's on the New York Times. Several interesting facts um, about how the vaccines are likely to come out. Uh, the first vaccines that come out will probably only provide... These, these are... Facts that I pulled out of the article. The first vaccines that uh, are to come out probably will only provide a moderate protection, uh, low enough to keep a prudent to actually keep wearing a mask. So just because a vaccine comes out doesn't mean you're back to normal. It's mm. not an on-off switch. Uh, it, in the spring, when spring finally gets here and government scientists begin to discussing how to invest in vaccine research, some wanted to to do a vaccine like a, a number of vaccines all at once um, that that kind of work against each other. So the idea is that you compete, you put all the vaccines in the competition against the same placebo group, and it's called a master protocol. 
And that way you can compare the vaccines to each other and see how they all do. Hmm. However, the United States government has uh, offered to bankroll vaccine trials of companies instead of doing that. So all the vaccine companies are running their own trials, but they do have to follow the protocols that the NIH has put forward. Now, that's only, as it turns out, that's only somewhat true. AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, they've all begun trials using that. Uh, Novavax and Sanofi, Sanofi, I don't Sanofi. know that company. Yeah. They're expected to start their own phase three trials very soon. But Pfizer, one of the front runners, never joined. They opted to do it all on their own using their own trials and their own data. Hmm. So whether it goes, whether the government awards uh, more money to Pfizer or another company, that first vaccine could actually hamper ongoing trials because the trials might have to actually prove that they're better than the first one, which is going to cost the companies more money to try and get their vaccine out there. So that's going to reduce the number of possible vaccines and probably make it highly unlikely that the smaller company who might have the information to get a better vaccine out there, it'll prevent them from doing so. So, yeah, pretty much we're fucked as uh, where the vaccine's <laughs> coming from. <laughs> um, so you're going to get a vaccine out there. It's going to be made by whoever did it the quickest. And the they're probably going to limit anybody else from being able to produce a vaccine because why? Capitalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, remember when the UN was like, hey, breast milk's great for babies. <laughs> mm. And the United States was like, well. <laughs> well, and in, yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah, but that's bad for Nestle. Yeah, yeah. Nestle Let's see where focus. <laughs> Nestle in Africa said, hey, moms, you should use this, this, this you know, artificial breast milk because it's way better for your babies than breast milk is. But we're, we're going to give you a month's supply. Guess what happens after a month? You can't breastfeed anymore. And man, it's really expensive to buy this Nestle stuff. Got him hooked. Yeah. Just like a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. First time's free. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Nestle. My greatest and oldest nemesis. Nestle. <laughs> yeah. Breasts milk? <laughs> no, no. Definitely Nestle. <laughs> okay. I don't think I have any 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 rivalry with breast milk. I used to not be Nestle. It uh, used to be Monsanto. Mm. And then uh, one night on uh, Sunday night football or Sunday afternoon football, Tony Romo was talking about Nestle's headquarters and called it the sweetest place on earth. And I was like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you challenge Hershey, Pennsylvania? I will destroy you, Tony Romo. I will destroy you, Nestle. And then I will make my way down to Monsanto and destroy you. <laughs> what about the so affluenza teen? The affluenza, affluenza teen? Oh, oh, oh. What's Couch? his name? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. See, he's on an individual enemy list. Not not a corporate enemy um, list, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's like, yeah, the affluenza kid is getting it. Uh, I hear Bayer's pretty evil as a corporation, too. Huh. Who? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's looking bad. Jeff's I, I on think my enemy won. list for posting that picture. And <laughs> no way. I, th I think you're winning, Ian, because he don't look so good. <laughs> oh, he don't look so affluent anymore. <laughs> well, and yet he still is, thanks to his parents. Yeah, that's what uh, I wonder what my uh, who is that other, is Who's that other guy who's on my enemy list? Uh, he was like a, a swimmer or something, raped some girl, videotaped it, was on the videotape oh, going, yeah. I love raping chicks, and the judge was like, not guilty. Mm. Think about think about his future. 
Yeah. 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 What was his name? Yeah. He has a bright future. He only raped yeah. one girl. It was Brock, Brock Turner. Brock Turner. Oh, God. Yeah. What a name. What a douchey name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm more importantly, for... Ian, what is Joey Salads up to? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard for, heard from him in a while. Oh, see, there's so many categories for enemies. Did you see that Dinesh D'Souza has a new film out? Oh, of course, because Facebook keeps promoting it, and I keep reporting it as fake news. <laughs> oh, I keep hearing it on I keep hearing it on the radio. Check out Trump Card, the most important film from Dinesh D'Souza. Mm. I can't socialism I... that's trying to destroy our country. Yeah, I really can't stress this enough that. Anytime you see an ad for GOP on Facebook, just report it mm. as fake news or bullshit or offensive or something. Offensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, generally, if it's got if it's associated with Trump, you can just say it's fake. It's they're lying. Yeah. Because they're lying. <laughs> yeah. Dinesh D'Souza is is everything he says is a fucking lie. <laughs> That's funny because I've been actually trying to dial down on that because when we watch certain things on Hulu, they'll let you watch one. Uh, 30 second interactive ad and then you can skip all the other ads but the ad is always the same ad and so now my son is starting to get fired up because Kelly and I get fired up and it's these guys who come on and say I've been a police officer for 32 years everyone will die in Joe Biden's America (laughs) you can't stay safe in Joe Biden's America he hates police officers and my kid always goes Trump ads yeah Raising them right. And I'm like, oh, don't worry, buddy. Lego Masters will be back on shortly. But yeah, man, those ads are just, they're just so flagrant. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. And that's why the extra five bucks I spent for no ads on Hulu <laughs> is great. Because I don't see shit that everybody else is seeing. I that's have not fair. seen one live action ad. Every ad I see is like a, a, a GIF <laughs> or something. All right, I'm going to hit a couple, uh, three precisely, world news that I thought were, was relevant. Here are some places you should never travel. Algerian <laughs> activist Yassine Mabarki has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for inciting atheism. Mm. Mm. 10 years in prison. Uh, Mubarak Bala. This was uh, actually good news, kind of. He's a president of the Humanist Association of Nigeria. He's been imprisoned... For uh, since March, I think it was because they put him in prison and then they never gave him a trial because COVID hit. Mm. So apparently, he finally got to meet with his lawyer uh, like a couple weeks ago, and his lawyer came out and confirmed that he is alive. He's doing okay. I wouldn't call it well, but he's doing okay uh, for being in a prison in Nigeria for seven months. But um, so hey, he's alive and he has a lawyer. So that's Yeesh. good. That's about as good as we could hope for at the moment, I think. All I'm getting from these stories is that the four of us should never leave the country. (laughs) Well, there is that. Yeah. There are some Uh, countries you should not go to. Really selective when you travel abroad. Yeah. (laughs) This was actually good news as well. So Juan Masih, a man arrested for blasphemy in Pakistan and sentenced to death, was acquitted last week. Oh. Now. That'll be overturned. (laughs) He's still... (laughs) He's still, well, they don't have the the same appellate courts, so probably Mm. not. But uh, it's more likely he will just be killed by the mobs of people that they're currently protecting him from. So he's still in isolation because he'll be killed. uh, Yeah, he was acquitted, but now people want him dead. So, Mm. eh, not not so good. Right. Starting off good, ending poorly, (laughs) probably ending horribly. Hopefully he gets out of the country. I don't know. 
Uh, and I don't have an article for this, but I did see it earlier. There was a guy in Indonesia who has, well, he, he's been arrested. He's, his sentence could be anywhere. He could be found not guilty, I guess, but sentenced anywhere from six years to death because he was outside of, he filmed himself on TikTok outside of a mosque and he overlaid music coming from the mosque which wasn't coming from the mosque and he accused the uh the uh muslims who were in the mosque of partying too hard and not being religious enough hmm. so he put that on tiktok in indonesia that's enough for death so yeah I, yeah I mean, good luck to I that i mean guy. it's horrible but dude why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you're in indonesia what are you what are you really yeah. thinking there um hmm. I don't know. He's probably thinking, I'm 23. I'm immortal. I can get away with anything. I, I want to be a TikTok influencer. Yeah. Now. If that's the case, get on your skateboard and drink some ocean spray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be the next Claudia Conway. He did make news in a hurry. <laughs> who's that? Dogface? No, the, the this kid in Indonesia. Oh, that's this this guy who's going to get killed for <laughs> making a TikTok video. Yeah, that's a <sighs> that's a harsh so, sentence for that. Yeah. I, I'm so conflicted by our world news segment because I enjoy world news, but it, that it does make me feel better about, you know, the stuff that's going on here. I'm like, oh, I thought we were the worst country in the world. I guess not quite, but we're getting I, I there. Do find it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say we are, we are like working hard, but, you know, I, I have not I, we have yet to be arrested for doing this show. Right. right. So that's a plus. Well, um, lucky for us, there are more high profile atheists saying shit. The, right. You know, well, you know, but like, say, like somebody who listens to the show who fuck it, who who might hate listen or a friend of us and be like, oh, Ian's going to Sri Lanka this week, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then on your way out, he just passes that to the authorities. <laughs> That's true. I guess I will limit my Sri Lankan travel plans. But <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, and again, those are other countries, so the laws are different. I don't know. It's. I feel like the. The uh, creators of South Park pointed this out, and it was disheartening then. But I mean, really, it's just who's ever willing en enough to display the most naked force is the person who is correct. Oftentimes, like no matter what the other people think, doesn't matter. If I can roll up in an SUV, throw you in the trunk, lock you in a cage for ten years, and no one knows where you are, yeah, no consequences. I was right. You were. It's so. It just. I don't know, man. This show is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bummer, and it's scary. Mm -hmm. well, Ray, your show is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's your show, too, Ian. Not anymore. <laughs> well, no, see, I'm blaming Ray from here on out. I got to tell you that I was having a crappy day, and uh, getting on here and, and even discussing all this absolute horrible crap with you guys makes me feel better. So, you know, I'm sorry if it brings you down. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'll recover. Okay. My last story is amusing. Pat Robertson... <laughs> Even, what is the phrase? Even a stop clock is right twice a day? Mm -hmm. uh, he, on his show, said, I don't think most Christians are stupid enough to believe the other, the other theory, that if you add the generations up from Adam to current time, it's 7,000 years. And so, therefore, the Earth is only 7,000 years old. That's just nonsense. Hmm. Wow. Now, he, he, he did go on to say that the Earth is 14 billion years old. There's just no question about it. Well, okay. He that's, got his numbers mixed too. up. 
Yeah, I understand what he was trying to say, but that's wrong. Right. The universe, we suspect, is right around clo- getting close to 14 billion years old. The Earth is, what, three, four, four something like that? Four. Earth is four billion. Life on the planet. You want to talk starting like uh, like proteins and the first cell that split itself? About two billion. Mm. Homo sapiens, uh, you know, 100,000 maybe. <laughs> two, two, between 100 and 200,000. Right. <laughs> Dogs, 30,000 years. (laughs) (laughs) But in any case, Pat Robertson is not a young earther, and he called those people stupid. So, you know, at least least he's got that. Yeah, getting weird in your old age, Pat. (laughs) Well, young earthers... I love it. Young earthers aren't... It's not mainstream in Christian Christianity, is it? I thought it was kind of an edge case anyway. I don't think so. It sounds sounds fringy. Absolute fringe edge, yes. Absolutely. Well, from my experience, yes. I mean, Pat Robertson is not going to talk to the people on the fringe. He's going to talk to the largest number of people because they—that is the largest number of pockets he can pick. That's uh, true. Like even it's- as a kid, I could never figure out why. You know, even when I was just you know, because you have all that shit put out at you, and you're like, well, I guess there's a god. You know, they keep telling me there's a god. <laughs> you know, and then I start. You know, I watched like uh, uh, gone, uh not gone with the wind. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck about the Scopes Monkey trial? Inherit the wind. Inherit the wind. Mm. And I was like, why can't it just be, like, God plus evolution? <laughs> like, like that's how God made it? Even the Catholics are saying that now. Right. And, I, and like, I was just like, what is the big fucking problem here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think that's what most Christians believe at this point. At the point where the Pope says that evolution is, uh, it has to be true. The, the people that don't believe, I mean, I mean, come on, the Pope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like the Pope is cutting edge here. You know, you got to really force it down the Catholic Church's throat before you uh, get the Pope to sign on board. So I, most Christians understand evolution as a fact. They don't believe it. It's just a fact. I guess, you know, I feel like it all started like roughly around the 90s where like you'd catch like one documentary where one guy's like, nope, I'm going to prove that that Noah story was real. And everyone's like, huh? What? <laughs> For real? And like a guy was like, he like was holding up a piece. I, I specifically remember some dude holding up a piece of wood and be like, this is from Noah's Ark. We found yeah. it on top of this mountain. And I was it's like. It's from an episode of In Search Of with Leonard Demoy. It was an awesome episode. <laughs> was it really? Maybe. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. So it started even earlier. <laughs> there was a big push in the you know, 70s and 80s to find Noah's Ark. There were a number of different things about it. And I don't, I'm not quite sure. And they, they came across as scientific endeavors to go find the Ark. And at the time, I thought, this is really freaking bizarre. Because obviously, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, but, but uh, that's wacky. So huh. I, I say go for it. There are several scientific endeavors that are – personally, I love them. I love seeing that because, like, the when you had the, the Christian archaeologists in – Israel going to discover the birthplace of Christ and to confirm that it was in Bethlehem and they dug down into the into the earth and they they pulled up all these different fossils and stuff and realized hey there was a uh, there was a graveyard here <laughs> at that time <laughs> and by Jewish tradition no graveyard could be anywhere near a town. You had to have it like the Jewish law stated. You had to put the graveyard so so far outside of town. So clearly, this could not have been Bethlehem. There was no town here. Mm. Like so, they Oopsie. completely disproved the idea 
that Bethlehem, that Jesus was born in Bethlehem at that time period. And uh, just swept that under the rug because we don't we don't really need to advertise that. Well, maybe that's what it was. Some kind of rubber band effect where like back then they kept disproving these things like they're like, yeah, we can pretty much scientifically disprove everything in the Bible to that. It just snapped where a person would go. Well, now I just wholeheartedly believe everything word for word. (laughs) So therefore, the planet can only be about 6000 years old. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, yeah, because I've seen that. There have been many things like that. I feel like I watched at least one show in my lifetime where some scientists got a couple fibers of the Shroud of Turin yeah. and tested it to see if it was legit. They were like, it's not legit. And they were like, well, it's legit. Thanks. <laughs> well, we, we, yeah. we yeah, that, that was a patch. We got a, a piece of cloth from the patch, so that must have been put on later. We need another piece of it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and then they it's just straight up, yep. straight up resort to trickery. Yeah. Where, again, I don't want to bring up the dragon documentary that I brought up last week, but, you know, the theory of that was because there's so many reports of people and dragons legitimately living together and fighting each other all across different civilizations who had no contact with each other, that those dragons are clearly dinosaur bones. Yeah. And dinosaur bones are supposedly millions of years old, but they're obviously not because they live with humans. Therefore, God exists. <laughs> but the planet po- the, is only... <laughs> the po- but the possibility that people ran across, you know, the dinosaur bones when they were digging in their fields and went, holy crap, look at this thing. It must have been dragons. And other people found them across the world. That is not a possible explanation for why people believe in dragons. Is because they found dinosaur that, bones. And the idea that people don't travel is absurd. <laughs> I realize they didn't have planes and cars back in the day, but just because civilizations were distant doesn't mean people didn't go between civilizations through their lifetime sharing these stories. Yeah, very true. I mean, look at... Uh, Would you two shut up? I'm trying to prove that God exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the... They found that uh, Bronze Age guy, Yatsid, up in the up in the Alps. A number of years back. I mean, he was a traveler. He traveled in between, you know, societies. For sure, it, it happened to get caught in a snowstorm. Whoopsie. But really, if you want to disprove the whole young Earth theory, because the whole most of the the reason they think it's six to seven thousand years old is because of the timeline. They they have they go to the names that are listed in the Bible from. Well, it depends. Either Adam or Abraham down to Jesus. And they go, okay, that's how many people have lived. So that's how long the earth has been around. The problem with that, all you have to do, because even the young earther that I had lunch with a couple of times, all you have to do is explain that the in Matthew and in Luke, they have two different lists of names and they don't correlate. So... Just that story alone, it contradicts itself. Like, the the names are not equal. There are more names on one list than there are on the other. One goes to Abraham. One goes all the way back to Adam. And they just – there's extra names in one list. Like, it doesn't Mm – neither one of them is correct. So, you know, word of God, straight from the Mm -hmm. mouth of God. They can't both be right. (laughs) Yeah, they can't possibly both be right. But yet that's what they're using to base their whole belief system on, is that the Mm. Bible is infallible. (laughs) (laughs) And dragons. (laughs) And dragons. Dragons. All right. Does anybody have anything else? I do. It's brief. I just need your guys' input on something, because I feel like we could have covered it on the show. So the Hasidic Jews over in Brooklyn are rioting Mm. because of new COVID constraints. And, uh, you know, that doesn't allow gatherings. And maybe this is just me not understanding or something about 
God and religion that I don't fully understand. What is it that not being allowed to gather, how does that invalidate people's religions and why are they angry about it? Hmm. What? Because like, what, what they're saying is, which I don't understand, is that somehow either they're exempt from what other well, people have to do, and that that's if you fucking ridiculous, but continue. And if, and if you're making this law, even though it covers everybody, and you're covering me, you're specifically citing me, and now you're infringing on my religion. And it says I have the right to do whatever I want with my religion. So that's the angle, even though it's a blanket fucking law. But why does their need to to congregate on was it Saturdays on Saturdays more important than not catching a deadly, potentially deadly virus? That's, Oh, their 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 need to I, I I understand that. From theirs their worshiping their their God in their way is the most important thing. It's way more important than deadly vice. That's not my question. I don't understand why you have to congregate to do that. Hmm. So there Money. I, I will give you a uh, example from my experience uh, in the Friends Church. They are very passionate about one specific verse that states that wherever three or more of you are gathered, there I will be also. Mm. And that's a statement from Jesus. So the Friends Church emphatically believes that if you get three believers together, Jesus is present in spirit. Or in you know, the Holy Spirit. Three people is well within the right. limits. But that's a friend's church thing. A lot of right. the older style concepts of the Bible and I'm sure Judaism is that you need to be present in a synagogue or in a church in order for to actually commune with God or Jesus. Mm. That seems irresponsible <laughs> and an obvious ploy. Like, how do you not see through that ploy? Oh, that is an obvious ploy. You have to physically be in church in order to speak to your God. And by the way, while you're here, you need to, you know, confess <laughs> and tithe and yeah. <laughs> all right. I was just wondering. I was like, I get it that you guys are mad and we're all mad. Support your right to protest. But I just don't understand why in order to love God, you need to do it with a bunch of other people. Well, the, I think, well, everybody's got different reasons. Yeah, the Hasidic Jews have a long tradition of it's not as bad as like um, the Amish or anything, but they don't like using technology, especially on holy days. They won't touch phones. They um, won't touch you know mechanical devices. There's a whole you know cottage industry for devices that Jews can use on holy days. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Zoom is also right out. <laughs> fine. Again, why does it have to be in a group? I would like to think that if I were a spiritually motivated person, whatever it is that I was devoting my life to should fill me up at all times. I don't need a go-between. I don't need friends to reaffirm what I think because I know it's true. Mm. It's absolutely true all of the time. My God resides with me 100% of the time. Oh, you're being way too reasonable. <laughs> what the fuck? Because, because well, it's because, like I said, everybody has different agendas. The churches themselves' agenda is we need money. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. We need yes. we need butts in the pews, and then they rile up the other people and say, "Well, they're infringing on your religious right to practice your religion," and they already think they're being persecuted twenty four seven already. Mm. <laughs> Even though they are not. So they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck this COVID shit. How dare you tell me I can't go to my house of worship where a real normal person or even a Jesus following person would go, oh, there's a deadly pandemic. Well, Jesus is within me. We could do this over the computer. I could just sit in my house and read my own fucking Bible. 
right? And wait this out, and then we can all get together. We'll all be healthy and everybody will live. But no, fuck that shit. <laughs> War on Christmas! <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I, I think that there's a very large component of um, tradition, um, standards, norms, the way things... That's the way you do it. That's the way things are done. And... Oh, I get it. I get it without tradition. Things are as shaky as a fiddler on a roof. Uh. <laughs> Believe me, I know. <laughs> ah, good pun. <laughs> but um, I and again, to uh, share with the listeners who aren't on Discord right now, what Jeff had pointed out is especially in the Hasidic Jewish community, that the community is such a integral part of what they believe, because, you know, when when they were freed from Egypt, mm-hmm. the community kept mm-hmm. them alive. During the Holocaust, the community is what kept them alive. So, again, I, I feel like the community is not diminished by not being able to gather temporarily. I feel like they that being, I don't know, I guess I guess my, my opinion of it is just is what's blinding me. And that's fine. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. I, I, I keep seeing that they are. Yeah, but none of these people went through the Holocaust. Uh, there might be one or two of the elders. Uh, one or two? Yeah. Are they influencing the whole fucking group? Uh, they're, they're, well, their shared history is is of persecution, so... <laughs> Nobody's been bothering you for 70 years. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I, so, I mean, in the sense of saying, like, you cannot congregate oh, and worship. Sure. In New York, And now that no. there's a fucking pandemic, you're like, whoa! <laughs> Well, what Jeff just said, Jews will not replace us. I mean, there are actively groups that would like to, you know, kick them out of the country and tell them to go to Israel. They're yeah, not in New York but it's City. Not Andrew, it's not Andrew Cuomo. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there Where's are people in this country, though. So they do feel, you know, keep the wagons round and keep insular and protected. I don't, I don't necessarily blame them for that. I mean, there are people that are after them. <laughs> right. But the government isn't, is not. The government is, in this case, is just trying to keep them and others alive. True. And, I don't, and by the I way, the whole, the whole e- Egyptian thing, Egypt, Egyptians kept very good financial records. There's no evidence of a severe loss of slaves or any of the plagues happening, so I'm a little skeptical about that as well. But Sure. <laughs> it could very well be a story. Sure. I, I understand how that story contributes to the idea of community. Mm. You can still... Get together as a community. Just follow the the fucking rules. Like mm-hmm. wear masks and spread out. Could it be a community of like ten? Just like you and the neighbors and the other neighbors get together and we'll all eat apples and honey and we'll have a good time. I don't know why you just can't fucking wait. <laughs> it's not that's, forever. That's out of the question, dude. <laughs> I can't help you with that. That's just madness. <laughs> like when these people start complaining, I don't know why Andrew Cohen go. It's not forever it's for a little bit for everybody we all live here we're all in this together could you imagine thinking of someone other than yourself <laughs> that's madness dude i know it's crazy it's madness it's, that's you know what thinking about others is communism <laughs> <laughs> you're a socialist and you're destroying our country yeah shame on you <sighs> all right well that helped that gave me some perspective thanks yeah. <laughs> yeah jeff put it the best that's some cock talk <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's all we've got for this week. 
Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. And uh, for you who are able to join us, I do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you could join them by signing up on our Patreon page and coming and talking with us as we record. If you can't do that, uh, share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. If you would like to uh, contact us, if you have a story you want to share, you can post it on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Finally, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network, of which we are a member. You can find everything at soontobenamednetwork.com. I want to thank you for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.